Welcome back to another episode of the Into the Night Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1985 John Landis-directed comedy, Into the Night. One minute of scream time per episode. I'm feeling very dramatic because the music in this minute starts perfectly for my discussion (laughs) of this movie. I'm Tierney Steele. I'm Megan Coleman. We're from MASH Minute about the 1970 Robert Albert film. Altman film. Goodness, I can't say his name. How many times have I said it, Terry? <laughs> ah, you've developed a block. I developed a block. I can't say his name anymore. Not the not the TV show that lasted three times longer than the supposed war it's about. That Altman hated. That Altman hated. <laughs> That's leading to some mixed feelings for us. But we're taking a break. We're taking a break from we war. We were muddy. We were dirty. There was blood everywhere. It was icky. It was icky. So we've escaped to the 80s. Where there are actual showers. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. To this fabulous nightclub. Thank God. Private club, whatever we're going with. And I kind of bummed us out last minute because I do think you can't watch Into the Night and not talk about the gender politics, the relationship mechanism, machinations that are happening here. And uh, this minute starts with the music going... See what I mean? <laughs> like, there are a lot of loaded looks. I, I took, in my notes, I said that minute 48 starts with Jeff Goldblum looking over the dance floor before turning away to perpetuate a ruse. <laughs> and it ends with a man in a fabulous tux grilling him. <laughs> and technically that is all true, but uh, there's a lot here. <laughs> there's things in between. There is. There's so much in between. I just really loved that we we were analyzing it. We were overthinking it. And there's just that knowing look and the music. It's There is a vibe happening there's here. There's a vibe happening. And I feel like Jeff doesn't quite know what to make of it all. Which, fair. Fair. I, when I was first watching this, I'm like, what the heck is going on at this point? Like, I do not understand the plan. <laughs> is yeah. there a plan? There's a plan. This- Maybe? This movie does a really great job of you have the feeling that everyone has a plan, but you're not really sure what any of it is. And how much of it's just being made up on the fly? Speaking of making things up on the fly, <laughs> I've been running my yap a lot this week about people should wear what they want and keep your expe- keep people's expectations of you low so that they're pleasantly surprised. And uh, Jeff Goldblum should not be in here. No, he does not fit in there's, at all. There's clearly a dress code. There clearly is a dress code. And when of we a get tux. to the, when we get that first <laughs> shot of like the close up of the people at the table, aka the light going on, right? <laughs> Even Gold when Bunch. they just walk into that other room. So they walk into he's led into this back room where people are sitting around playing various table casino games. Yeah, but help me. What's that mean, table? Is that... That's poker? No. Are they playing poker? Hold on. I have to refresh myself. It looks like... Well, they have chips. Yeah, but everything has chips. Roulette's in the background. <laughs> Roulette's in the background, right. But I like playing... Roulette. So, a uh, little peek. Megan and I love to tell stories about our lives. We're storytellers. We're librarians. We're all about the books and words. So, here's a little story for this minute. 
My bachelorette party was at a casino. I was so hoping you were going to tell the story. (laughs) Pretty early on in the night, but not like so early on in the night. Like after dinner, we go down. Five of us stand there. Between the five of us, there are eight bachelor's degrees and four masters. And yet, we could not figure out... How to gamble at the casino. It was a very foreign concept. Now, please note that I went to the bank and went and got $60 in in, um, nickels. Because I thought, oh, I want to spend too much money. But if I use, if I go to the, you know, nickel slot machines, I can gamble for a really long time, potentially. And not lose a lot of money. Dear was, reader, there dear were reader. no nickel slot machines. <laughs> I was say, so then I found out they don't, they're slot machines, but not in the sense of you put coins in anymore. And I was sorely disappointed. And the poor casino employee at the, I don't know, the, the, there's like a window you can go to to like get help with your card or reload your card or if you only have cash. <laughs> Poor, poor, very nice lady sees me come up with this bag, literally a bag of quarters and nickels, mostly nickels though. I got some quarters because I heard the quarter machines were like good, right? But this particular casino went all digital, all electronic, and she... Sorry, I just keep No, so she was, she was so nice. She appreciated that I that I had kept them in the rolls, at least, mm-hmm. that I had not unrolled them, and she didn't have to deal with that kind of level of crazy, um, mm-hmm. and listen to my, but I just wanted to, like, use a slot machine, and, and put the $60 on my electronic card, and then So we, we got our little cards, we each had our own little cards, we were very excited, you know, you have your card in one hand and your drink in the other, so you think, I'm all set to gamble now. I'm all set to gamble now, except not It's not really. that easy! <laughs> You're, so, like, swiping cards and pressing buttons. And... Well, first we had to figure out where we wanted to go, because there's, like, different areas. Oh, my God. There's so many rooms. There's so many rooms. And different kinds of slot games. I got a little irate that people were, like, staking out of the blackjack tables. And it's like, hi, I would like to play a hand of blackjack with my only sibling. On this, my night of nights. (laughs) And it's five bucks buying, which I can do. And people were, like, staking out. And they'd get up to go have a cigarette. But, like, they'd leave their... And they'd glare at you. And it's like, hey, jerk. Are you kidding me? They were really possessive. Although that was later in the night. Like, maybe that was just, like, a bad crowd. Yeah, I don't know. Because we just watched people for a while. And then I think finally Danielle was like, screw it. Didn't she want to go play roulette? Well, that's we we all ended up playing roulette and loving it. But if you can just picture four, four five girls getting progressively drunker but not braver, yeah, <laughs> not braver people in a casino to try and figure out like again, guys, I cannot stress enough how not stupid we are. <laughs> I also cannot stress that there was a Krispy Kreme and that was kind of the highlight oh, of my evening. Evening, so good. Ah, oh, so good. But yeah, like, like Megan and I are librarians, so are our other friends. My college roommate, Anne, has been sent to India as part of Photographers Without Borders. My sister has played on the stage of Carnegie Hall. We could not figure out how to gamble at Mohegan Sun. So we ended up going to roulette because it was the only one we understood. 
good one to do. We're like, oh, we get that. Yeah. <laughs> you you put money down. You pick a number. You put your chip down. The thing spins. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you don't. Roulette. <laughs> And then when Danielle like doubled her money in the first time, that was her it only was very time. Exciting! And then she was like, "I'm out. Peace out. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. ahead." That was the night Danielle introduced me to the phrase "mad money." This is my mad money. Oh, I can yes. do whatever I want with my mad money. My mad money. Some people refer to it as fun money, but I think because of that experience, I I always go mad money. And you got to make sure to save enough of your mad money for Krispy Kremes. Of course. It was a a night. Let me tell you. That's not where I thought I was going with moving into this room. (laughs) When we move into this room, ladies and gentlemen, he should be in a tux. It is time to talk 80s fashion. Oh, yes. First of all, (sighs) that pink peplum dress when they're walking by at the roulette table, is that the same girl who is dancing or is that just a, like, common style? Oh, uh, well, that's a very... The peplum came back for whatever... Someone had that dress out on the dance floor, but I thought it was a brunette, and this is a blonde. Well, you know, I don't know what the budget on this film was, and I don't really see John Landis having... Well, not to sound mean, but I don't see him being, like, having Dior or Yves Saint Laurent, Calvin Klein on his bead dial. So it's very possible they just reused dresses, right? I mean, who's going to notice? They're just in the background, right? Oh, I noticed. Oh. So for those playing along at home, we are looking at, I guess it is poker, but I'm going to be real embarrassed if it's like, wait, what's Baccarat? That's a type of crystal. Never mind. Uh, no, it's a card. <laughs> no, I was going to say, there's a card casino gambling It's a, it's a gambling thing. God. They didn't oh, cover yeah. it in Vegas Vacation, okay? I know Kino. <laughs> Oh my god. I put a dollar and I got a car. I put a dollar and I got a car. (laughs) While you're looking that up, I will look up the... I will say that these fabulous, incredibly creepy column, vase, statue things that are around the room. Yes. They're just so 80s. Make me think about Return to Oz, (laughs) which is another 1985 movie. Oh my gosh. It's all coming together. My podcasting career has come full circle. Can I go home now? I'm just kidding. This is the minute, or the scene, I should say. But second 14 of this minute, I think is when I started watching this movie, I got real excited. And we had not committed yet. You had just said, oh, I'd like to watch this movie. Right. And I watched this movie, and I I said... We should have this minute, because I want to talk 80s fashion with Megan. (laughs) But unfortunately, my contribution to the 80s fashion discussion is, I want all these dresses, please. Yeah, I like most of them. I actually own, mm, I own one kind of like, so there's the girl on the left of the screen. With yep. that, that that white kind of drapey thing that doesn't the really Grecian. have a waist. The Grecian kind of like the 80s take on a Grecian. I definitely have yes. one like that. All right. So, yes. On the left of the table. If you're looking at the table, on the left is the woman in the white Grecian drapey. Um, she's also got the, uh, like, the twisted necklace. Yes. Different strands twisted together. I yes. love that. I own Her hair like is that. up. It's that up. looks very fancy and difficult, but it looks good. Looks good. Then, let's do the people standing first. Okay, yes. So then, 
Men are all wearing tuxes. Men's clothing is boring. Whatevs. Okay. <laughs> so the next girl standing in the middle has... Uh, we're back to slinky metallics. Uh, I can't help it. I want it. I want it. No, I want that one too. I really like that one. And I think it might tie on the side. Um, yeah, um, I think it does. It ties on the side. It's got a great V going. Her hair is... Remi- it's, that, it's, to me, is so late 70s, early 80s. Like, yeah. that is the transit. Like, she is the perfect transition between 70s and 80s. Right. Yeah. It's not quite fair faucet, but it's got that kind of vibe going. It's still got a little bit of the way of the wave, the right. feathering, but it's not feathered no, it's anymore. It's not feathered. She but has bangs. It's, yeah. It's big for today, but it's not big by 80 standards. No, it's actually kind of subduity, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. She's and making then, a statement by not making a statement. Ooh. Uh, that's my girl right there. All right. And then all the way to the right standing is a woman in another white dress. This one has sleeves. It looks like they're elbow they're, length, three quarter. Yeah. I mean, it's not my favorite dress, but I'd wear it. Well, I mean, I, it has sleeves, but it has like the cutout sleeves, right? It's almost sleeveless, but like the sleeve that... Oh, are they right. are they are they split? They're kind of split at the oh, top. Oh, I didn't I realize that. Yeah, I think they're kind of split at the top. I like that better. And and again, because I own something like that as well. They're a Whoops. little shoulder patty for me, but it's still a good dress. Yes, it's kind of Grecan, but more shape to it with yeah. its '80s twist. And then she has very '80s. So I feel like '80s earrings. You know, they're... Mm. with the dark stone surrounded by the little diamonds. Yes, three of them have on those earrings. By the way, yes. At least three. I can't see the other And then the she has, ears. like, her hair doing that, like, weird poofy bang thing. This is really annoying me because I feel like, okay, Silver Dress Girl has the 70s into 80s hair. Right. And then the girl sitting in front of her has the pure 80s hair. Mm-hmm. Pink Girl has 90s hair. This girl in the middle is the transition between 70s and pure 80s, and it's not good. It's not looking good. It's in between those two, and it's it's not one or the other. It's confused is what it is. It's very hard, because it's too poofy up top, but then it goes in tight, and then it's poofy at the bottom. Yeah. It's not... I'm not a fan of the hair. Like, it's not... Oh my god, what happened to her? <laughs> but it's it's just it's not good. And especially when you're with other people who are beautifully quaffed. Yeah. I think it's suffering by comparison. Yeah. It's so not who the best. The, who of the two seated girls do you want to talk about first? Ooh, can we talk about the girl with the crazy necklace like that super eighties braided yes. okay, necklace so and the hair 90s. that I'm still not Is totally that familiar. a Bulgari necklace, do you think? Ooh, it's definitely that like wannabe style. I mean, it's that style, even if it doesn't. You know what? It is because it would be a snake if it was. But oh. you know the t- the t- the one I'm thinking of, where it's twisted and then yes. it instead of the drop gem, it it's a continuation it's, right. and it's the snake tail. Right. Yeah. Because rich I mean, people... to be fair, her gem matches her earrings. Blah blah blah. It's a look. It's a look. But it's not really anything special either. She seems the most drab to me, actually. Yeah, and her. Sorry, She's girl. wearing a strapless dark dress that we can't really see a lot of. And maybe, to be fair, it looks fabulous, but we can't tell. We can't see it. We can't see it. She's got a very dark champagne in front of her. I just realized, if you look at second 20, because I was trying to get a better look at that necklace, the woman standing on the right whose hair we don't love. Oh, yeah. 
She is such a Barbie doll. She is a Barbie doll. She looks exactly like Barbie straight out of the box in the 80s. There are so many Barbie dolls in this movie. It is that... Yeah, but she's got the cheekbones and the chin and the oh. eye and the the um you know so, how she always have the um eyeshadow painted on. Oh yes, and her prominent. hair looks that is the Barbie hairstyle. It is kind of the Barbie's hairstyle for the eighties. I had Ugh. a Barbie that was just like that, mm. and then she was promptly destroyed because that's what I did to my Barbies. But that's another story <laughs> for another ten. Well, and they're all very intently, you know, watching what's his face there and yeah. They're all pretending to pay attention and care. I realize, so, yeah, three of them have those earrings that have the darker center stone with the little diamonds around. Mm -hmm. And then it looks like 70s and 90s have um, dangly earrings. They have dangly earrings. I can see them now here. I'm really glad I did this zoom in so that I could get a better look at 90s because I was going to refer to her as Tiffany Amber Thiessen. And it looks like she has some non-white descent. Yeah, she could be the... I, I need a different angle to feel more confident before I say anything as, like, the waspiest... Well, Person not wasp, because I'm Catholic, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I there gave you up my go. key. <laughs> gave up your key. But her hair, what is that flip doing? Yeah, I When don't... she bends forward to bet and you see that it is defying gravity... There, okay, so my theory is that um, there's so much hairspray up in this place that if you were the batch. <laughs> Just in the air. Just <laughs> in the air. You know how in World War II movies, it's always blue with the smoke. In the 80s movies, oh, it's right. always white with the hairspray. <laughs> like, like the Elnet is like, oh man. Hey. There will be no dissing of Elnet on any podcast we hey, appear on. Hey, I'm just saying, <laughs> I, I adore Elnet. Oh my god, yep. that stuff is just amaze but gold can for the win <laughs> gold can for the win you can't go wrong her again uh, other than the flip up like yeah that's not my favorite kind of hair but it's fine and then her dress has the pink ruffle which i'm not a huge fan of but it's fine it works i would totally wear it it works it looks good on her and i have to say because i had um like i said i had it paused on second 20 for a while Okay. Mm, yeah, no, I did too. Right. Or 21, either one. Okay. This is coming from a woman who has given birth and who wasn't skinny before that and who was absolutely a chubby child her entire life growing up. These are all skinny, beautiful women. This entire movie. Oh, well, they clearly look at had the a pudge. look. Look at the pudge coming out on the uh, armhole. A pink dress. A pink dress. A On second 20. Oh, yes. Well, the, the back fat. That makes, that does my heart good to know that even super skinny girls have that. Oh, yeah. If it's not cut right <laughs> and it's too yep. tight and then you have your arm a certain way, you, you can that make yourself have that That dress is cut back. too tight on her. Too tight. And there's nowhere for her skin to go. So it pops up and makes a little roll. Yeah. It's a little awkward now that you point that out. I'm sorry to have ruined it. And no, no, I, it's fine. Again, she is a skinny, gorgeous woman. I am not like, check out no. this cow. Like, I was just saying, it actually does my heart good to see that. Like, um, uh, way back when, Britney Spears was front row at a fashion show, and she had the roles when she sat down, and people were like, oh, my God, she's just like us. And I was like, I've Britney Spears has those abs, and she still has that when she sits down. Oh, my God, I am going to stop flipping out. All yeah. the time. <laughs> so that just 
made me happy. But I'm going to move on because the more I look at Barbie, the angrier I get. Oh, okay. Fair her enough. cheekbones are so severe. Well, you know what? There's a lot of probably contouring and blush going on there, too. There is like so much it. contouring blush. There's so much. Because you can kind of tell on 90s girl, too. She's got some going on, too. Yeah. 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 And then we get a close-up. Oh, I lied. <laughs> 80s strapless woman. She doesn't have the gem. She has the, um, I'm looking at second 38. Like, like the thick hoop. Oh, the big gold hoop thing yeah but it's not like big gold hoop i picture like you know a big gold hoop this is where it's like a really thick tight against the earlobe hoop yeah yeah, yeah. No, that, no i have some 80s earrings like that too. yeah that hair is out of control it's out of there's you know maybe there's a lot of aquanet going on too i'm not gonna discriminate there is, you know there is, <laughs> just there is a lot happening there there's a lot happening there. i mean even the gentleman standing up has probably some hairspray going on let's be oh. honest oh the gentleman <laughs> the gentleman can we talk about That's, mr tux can we talk about that i know he 70s? has a name i know he's going to be important in this story I cannot look away. I feel like that's such a 70s shirt, though, he put with it. Like, he didn't leave the 70s? No! Really? He's older. He found a look he liked, okay. and he's sticking with it. Also, sure. he has the... Is that a bolo tie? A bolero? No, a bolero, a bolero truck. Thing. A bolo tie? <laughs> I was right the first time. You were right the first time. But now I kind of don't want to edit that out from the pure joy that it elicited from you. <laughs> you could do what you want. So this gentleman, I I just noticed his, his no he uh, does he has like that like ruffly the shirt he has a very ruffly shirt yeah and then I was like Brady Megan Bunch. he looks so familiar Megan who is that well it and turns you out. you were a reference librarian and you answered my reference question and it was even more delightful than I could have imagined so yeah we thought he was familiar and our current theory is that he looks similar. To maybe another actor, but it turns out it's Carl Perkins, who wrote Blue Suede Shoes and is like in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a musician. And if his IMDb had what, like a hundred, when I said to you, I'm like, why does he have 139 soundtrack credits? Yeah, um, I'm, why? granted, I'm on Wikipedia, but there's a quote from Paul McCartney saying that if there were no Carl Perkins, there would be no Beatles. So, um, Influential. Influential. Also, apparently, one of those appearances that we kind of, like, noticed, hey, maybe we should know this guy, <laughs> turns out. We, <laughs> we should, did it. <laughs> we did it. But then it also turns out, um, I found from 1980, the February 22nd edition of the New York Times, a article called Film, John Landis' Into the Night. Don't remember who it's by, but there's a quote that references all the cameos. It says, the film's very good cast is supplemented by the appearances and cameo roles of more than a dozen Hollywood directors, blah, 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 um, most of whom will only be known by their friends, families, and household pets. Then Carl Perkins, the country music composer-performer, and the writer Waldo Salt may have had more fun playing in the movie than we do playing in a trivial recognition game. Ta-da! So he is introduced... Yeah, so the ruse perpetuates. There is actual plot, but we were we had way more fun looking up Carl Perkins. Yeah, we have way too and much now fun. watching videos and all sorts of good stuff. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that's our recommendation for the day. Just sit back and enjoy. <laughs> Just sit back and enjoy. 
and don't worry about how and i mean he's not doing a bad job i mean granted he doesn't have much to do in this minute but like this is the little introduction it's it's such a good smooth like i'd be happy to give him the message yeah like that it's just so like whoo like we're not having a confrontation dude yes and that's where our minute ends with maybe the jig is up maybe it's up maybe it's not Maybe this is it. I mean, the movie clearly goes on, so something's going to (laughs) happen. You can't put one by Megan, folks. You really can't. (laughs) So, if you have enjoyed this peculiar blend of 80s, uh, of fashion lust, quickly learned trivia, of reference librarianing. And hairspray. Don't forget the hairspray. I, I I should have put some in my hair today. I don't have the aroma of Elna around me. I feel really unprepared for this. Scene. It has a very particular scent, doesn't it? It, it does. It, it really it's kind of nice because now it's like my smell of like getting ready. I have no way to pivot us out. We can be just as awkward as Jeff Goldblum kind of looks when he's looking at Mr. Williams like, who is this guy? Hmm. Yeah, there's some good face acting. There's some very good face acting going, going on, on here. And uh, on that yeah, note, te- teaser for tomorrow. I I think he is about to step up. I think we're about to get this ruse rolling. Dun dun dun. So our listeners, our listeners, our listeners find us at mashminute.com or whatever they're using to listen to podcasts, and they find Mashminute on it. I'm sure there are about a million podcasts talking about MASH, but we are the only one analyzing the film one minute at a time. We're doing what we're doing here, but for MASH, and it's all us all the time. (laughs) Instead of rotating hosts, we rotate guests. And it's really fun to watch people either revel in how much they love mash or be horrified to realize that this is mash (laughs) yeah and then go good luck to you yeah there seem to be only there's only two emotional responses so far wow this is pretty awesome or i'm really glad it's not me (laughs) (laughs) so we have a lot of fun over there but we are having a lot of fun over here too and listeners can always find more into the night podcast on itunes and google play check out the main site nightminute.com or if social media is more your jam it's totally my jam (laughs) go to facebook the king lives listeners limo that is the facebook group for discussing uh sharing theorizing all sorts of stuff goes down there um i don't know what goes on on twitter at night minute but i will have to check it out before this airs so that i am ready to answer your questions and then join us here next time on the into the night minute do we thank you or what i'd say i fall in the or what category